0: Yeah. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of Hot Mess Podcast. I'm your host, Matilda Johnson, and today we're going to be messy, but we're also going to keep it short and sweet because I've decided to take some time away from the podcast for the end of December and into the new year. And so I'll come back to you in January for more messy adventures. I'm sure over the Christmas and New Year's period, I'm going to find some very interesting stories to tell you guys. So We're taking a break, but that does not mean we're taking a break from creating interesting content for the future. But for today's episode, I thought we should do a bit of a recap of the year that was 2023. And I also wanted to do a bit of a what's hot and not with 2024. What are we going to end the year with? What's our vibes? What's our thoughts? I feel like it's going to be a really great year. And if you've been following along with this podcast, you'd know, like for me, this was a like really difficult year and I'm really happy with all without sounding super cheesy, I feel like I've grown a lot. And my manager kind of pointed that out to me today. She was like, you know, you've had a really shit one when you look at it as a whole, like there's been a lot of really rough times for you, but you can see how much you've grown. And for that to come from somebody else as well, sometimes you just need a bit of validation, you know? And so that's always really nice to hear. I feel like, this year I've experienced so much in my personal life and I know I'm not alone in that. I know so many people who 2023 was a really trying year for like relationships and friendships and family dynamics and work balance and university, so many different things. And then we've also got external factors to our personal lives, such as like the bigger picture of what's going on in the world. It's been a really difficult year for so many people. And I'm hoping 2024 brings us a bit more peace and prosperity and joy and I'm really looking forward to it and as much as I think it's easy to dwell on all of the difficult things that have happened this year because unfortunately there were quite a few I am also the type of person that really is like the glass half full and I am so grateful for so many things that happened to me this year and for one thing like one of the biggest things is the community that was created with Hot Mess. I honestly can't believe some of the success we've had this year. And it obviously wouldn't have happened without all the listeners tuning in every week. And so for that, I'm very, 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 very grateful. I only dreamt of the type of success we've had. Like, you know, it's podcasting is a very big industry now and I was so worried at the start of the year that after one season it was going to become so oversaturated that I just wouldn't have a platform for it anymore and instead it feels like a sink or swim situation and the audience just really grasped to what we were doing this year and for that I'm very thankful And I'm thankful for all the people who were on the show this season who really made it what it was. If it weren't for a lot of the dates, I feel like this season would be so different. And I'm really happy we took it in this direction. And I'm so thankful to the people who were so willing to participate. If you haven't listened to the 2023 dating wrapped episode, I highly recommend you do so that you get a bit of a taste for what we've previously discussed and for the dates themselves. And then, you know what, go back and re-listen to some of the dates because they are so funny, so iconic. I had so much fun making them. And then we've got our final date for season two coming up at the start of next year with Tim. And then... We'll be taking a little mid-year break again before season three kicks off. And I'm so excited for what that brings as well. So let's start off with what's hot and what's not in 2024. And I did make a list and you can read it on Instagram. I'll put the link in the show notes. So what's not hot in 2024? At the very top of my list and something that I feel like I'm constantly having to work on is self-sabotaging tendencies it's not hot in 2024. We are not doing that anymore. I self-sabotage too often. And I think I often blame it on trying to people please. But at the end of the day, like if I'm helping somebody else out, I'm sometimes not doing it with the best intentions for myself. Sometimes I'm hurting myself in the process. So you could reverse that and say, well, I'm going to enter 2024 looking out for myself and doing what's best for myself and shooting my shot for situations that I want and not self-sabotaging by talking myself down or putting others' needs immediately before what I need just to make somebody else happy and disregarding my own happiness. Because I'm at a point though where I'm like, as much as I obviously care about the people around me, I've ma- I've done a few things this year where I'm like, that was not in my best interest. I should have Done something that was right for me instead, and I've put myself in a shit position in order to make somebody else happy. We're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. That's not hot for 2024. Number two, disliking Taylor Swift. I feel like if you dislike Taylor Swift or if you're not even willing to give her the time of day, I think there is some internalized misogyny because a lot of what I hear from people who just straight up say they don't like Taylor Swift or don't respect her is often because oh, look at her dating history or, you know, like different things about her womanhood that they don't like. And for that, I'm just kind of like, okay, so you just don't agree with the female experience? Like if you don't like her music, that's all well and good. It's not for everyone. I get it. Daft Punk isn't for everyone. Eminem isn't for everyone. You know what I mean? That's fine. But I feel like if you just don't like Taylor Swift because, Of her personality or because of her dating history or all the stuff that you typically see in the media, then I think you've got some further deep rooted issues than just, I don't like Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Because I feel like this year, especially, I mean, she was just named like person of the year for time magazine. And I feel like that says so much about what she has done. Globally, I highly recommend reading the Time Magazine interview and also consider how much she is doing for the economy with her current errors tour. The third thing on my list is gym memberships um, and the prices of said gym memberships because, look, your girl wants to be a fit bitch in 2024. I am really wanting to improve my health, and that comes in many different forms mental health, physical health. Um, oh my God. Oh wow. It just started storming outside. Melbourne weather right now is actually wild. You'll probably be able to hear it. Oh, cute ASMR. Anyway. So what I was saying is the prices of gym memberships is actually wild right now. And of course it's because of inflation and all of these other things, and we just have to deal with it. But, I'm literally at the point where I'm like, I'll join a run club. And if you know me, you know, I don't like running, but I literally just bought a pair of like really good running shoes, hoping it would encourage me to actually go running. So I don't have to pay for a gym membership. And so far it has worked. I have gone running. I can't believe I've said that out loud. Is my new year's resolution to go on a marathon? No, absolutely not. Would it be a really cool flex if I did? Absolutely. Absolutely. But I can't see it happening for myself. But anyway, I'm really upset about the prices of gym memberships because I'm also wanting to go back to Pilates and do that more frequently. And like, she's got bills to pay. It's a doggy it's a doggy world out there. It's tough. Number four is pickleball. I feel like it's become like a massive phenomenon this year. I've never played it. I don't really get the hype. Is it just like Tennis. Because I get around tennis. I'm shit at playing tennis, but I can enjoy watching it. But what's the hype with pickleball? I need somebody to explain to me why pickleball is so important these days. One Direction's continued hiatus. I'm just kind of over it. Like, it's been too many years now. Can we stop saying it's a hiatus? Let's just say they've broken up. Can we just all agree that they've broken up? Can the band members, I love you guys, can you all just stop saying, I don't know when we're getting back together, but one day because it hurts my feelings and in 2024 my heart's been broken too many times and you guys were my first heartbreak and I've had enough I feel like I'm being let on I've had enough this one is a huge one and it is seeking validation from people who don't respect you enough and I've spoken about this in a few episodes how previously I would really just want somebody to say like oh my god good job Or like you did really well here or like I think you're beautiful and stuff like that. And it's often the people who, you know what, I don't need to hear it from them. Like I think the only reason I seek it from them is because I know they're going to be the tough people to give it to me and like I need to crack them in order for them to give it to me. No, that's not, like, sincere, conditional. Like, I'm not just asking everyone to constantly tell me I'm doing a great job, but I also shouldn't feel like I have to fight for somebody to tell me I'm doing a good job or fight for them to tell me I'm beautiful or, like, you know, seek validation in them when they don't treat me well or they don't respect me enough. Like, why do I keep fighting for that? At the end of the day, like yeah, they might say one nice thing for, like, a couple of seconds and then, like, acknowledge it. But then how far away will I have to, like, continue fighting just for, like, a little bit more and a little bit more breadcrumbing? Like, it's not worth it at the end of the day. It's just too painful. And, you like, if you're like me and you do that a lot, you find yourself trying to, like, fight for somebody's, like, affection or kindness, then they're not worth your time. Like, if you keep trying to do good things for somebody and get absolutely nothing in return, then why are you forcing yourself to hold on to that? It's kind of toxic in a way. Okay, being sung at, if you haven't seen the Barbie movie, go watch the Barbie movie. If you have seen the Barbie movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, It's the whole thing of when you go on a date with somebody and they literally pause to like play guitar or play piano or just sing at you. And I really do mean at you, like they will just do it at you. And it is the most uncomfortable thing ever. And I thought after the Barbie movies release and it becoming a bit of a meme online that people would stop. But I've been sung at more this year than I ever have in my whole life. And it's not ironic. It's not funny. I don't want you to sing at me. It makes me uncomfortable. Please stop. Judging other people for their happiness. Now, I sound like this might sound a bit weird after being sung at because singing could bring somebody happiness. That's totally fine. Just don't sing at somebody. But anyway, judging people for their happiness, like judging people for an activity they do or, you know, or a relationship they're in and stuff like that, unless you can see that there's something genuinely, really morally and ethically wrong with what they're doing, we can't judge them. If you're just kind of like, Ugh, gross, they're giving me the ick. Like, I get it, we get the icks for many different reasons and we discuss this on the podcast all the time. But if you see somebody who is genuinely, like, the happiest they've been in a really, really long time, let's not judge them for that. Let's just let them live their lives. You know what? They're probably in a much better place mentally than we are because we're the ones judging them for it. Electric scooters, this is just a personal preference, but, like, I've never actually ridden on one. They just kind of freak me out. And there's just something about seeing people because I live in Melbourne who are in like formal workwear, like suits and, you know, suit jackets, ties and stuff, riding around on their scooters before and after work. It kind of freaks me out. And I don't know. I, th- I feel like we've moved past it. I can still get around the line bikes, but there's something about the scooters that really, like, I'm also kind of scared of them, just a personal preference. But again, if it brings you happiness... Who am I to judge? Pitting women against each other, I feel like it goes without saying, like, we cannot just keep comparing two women to each other who may or may not be in the same field or, like, may or may not be going after the same job, stuff like that. Like, there is, of course, a competitive nature with almost anything in life. However, however, if we're pitting two women against each other without their own knowledge of it. Like, why are we as a society doing that? What did we get out of that? And it's really disgusting behavior. I don't think it's right. I think it is sexist. I think we should stop doing that. Feeling embarrassed? Feeling embarrassed? Let's stop feeling embarrassed. I don't think, like, I am such a cringy person. I'm at a point where I'm just like, eh, who cares? I only have this life once. We are literally specks of dust in the universe. We don't have time to feel embarrassed. And that's kind of how I'm feeling towards a lot of things with my mental health as well. I'm like, I don't have time to be anxious. Like, I'll let myself feel it for maybe like five minutes and then be like, you know what? There's so much more to life than me feeling super stressed or embarrassed or upset about a situation. Like, I've got so much more I can be doing with my time. Rather than focusing in on this one moment that has made me feel a certain discomfort. We are literally specks of dust in the universe. There is so much more out there for us. Why waste our time feeling embarrassed about something? Calories, I don't know them. I'm not counting them anymore. I'm just going to eat what my body needs at that point in time. And do what my body needs to do um, in order to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And I'm not going to count calories. That's a part of a very long dieting history that I do not want to fall back down into. Calorie counting is not hot in 2024. Describing women as females. I have such a problem with this and especially when it's men doing so, which I feel like is often the case because I feel like when you refer to women as just females, it is is kind of like just referring to us in such a clinical way. And it seems almost derogatory because it's kind of just narrowing us down to our capacity to produce eggs. You know, it's so clinical and I just don't like it. It's literally just like, I don't know, it just feels like it's defining us by our reproductive organs. And it makes me really uncomfortable. And I'm like, I'm a woman, don't call me a female. Like, just like, don't just be like, uh, like, you know, like, I don't know. There's just a specific way men say it. And it always comes across very derogatory and very like females, very, ugh. I feel like it's just become another word to devalue and criticize women. And it also kind of strips women of their femininity and just replaces them with like a word that just seems very degrading and misogynistic and it just comes down to like I don't know again it's clinical it's like narrowing us down to just what we can do to reproduce the population I just don't like it I'm over it inflation again the cost of living these days you girls struggling it's hell out there it's the pits Arguing without knowing all the facts. I always get so annoyed with somebody when like they hear just half a story or just like little bits of information and then they try to play like devil's ad- advocate or even on the larger scale, like you'll talk about something like political and they'll come back with like a very tiny, insignificant argument where it's like, wait, that's not even correct. Or they throw out a statistic at you and it's like, where are you getting your facts from? Like, that does not even add up properly. It really annoys me. I'm like, if you're going to try to start an argument with me, at least, like, do it correctly and be able to have a rebuttal. That's a correct rebuttal. Like, don't just, like, throw, like, pieces of, like, information out there that aren't even well-researched or just something you've made up or if you're just playing devil's advocate for the fun of it. Why? performative chivalry there is a lot of this going around these days that I have witnessed where I feel like it's also kind of a form of manipulation where you get treated a certain way that is quote-unquote chivalrous but then it's like you owe them something in return I'm like well that's not actually just being kind and chivalrous it's like performative you just want something back that I may not be willing to give you that's gross behavior it's manipulation Finsters, if you're going to stalk online, do it with your chest. I think Finsters are so silly. I think it's fine having a second account if it's like a known second account. But when you fake, fake an entire like background personality and create like a totally different account with a different name, I'm like, that's kind of creepy. But bit spammy. If you're going to stalk me, do it with your chest. Face wipes, not that great for your skin. Relying on AI, just don't do it. I don't trust robots that much. Um, Not shooting your shot. Time is too short. Shoot your shot. You never know where it could take you. Regular nail appointments. Again, the cost of living these days is just too high to keep up my regular nail appointments, which is really sad. So I've written it down to try to convince myself that I do not need regular nail appointments anymore. Hooking up with an ex. I don't care how hot they are, they're an extra for a reason, we need to stop doing that. Unless, of course, there is the potential that you guys are actually getting back together and it's for all the right reasons and you've processed all the reasons why you broke up in the first place. Other than that, we're not hooking up with our exes anymore. Being rude to wait staff and customer service reps. I think we should just stop doing that they have a tough enough job as is. They do not need us to be rude to them. Now, what is hot in 2024? Saying no to social outings that make you uncomfortable. That kind of goes without saying, I don't think that needs an explanation. We just need to say no when we know we're not going to be our best selves in a situation or if we know we're going to be uncomfortable in a situation. Just say no, it's not that hard anymore. Run clubs are hot in 2024. Again, I've gone running a few times. Yay. Am I going to do a marathon? Maybe not. Being in a run club, kind of cool. And I have heard that run clubs are like the new form of dating apps because everyone is off dating apps right now. Nobody really enjoys them. Everyone's saying they're meeting their best partners and friends and entering relationships because of run clubs. So maybe we should all start running. I don't know. The coquette aesthetic where it's bows and bunnies and cakes and pink and very Marie Antoinette vibes and lacy. I'm into it. I feel like it's really owning feminism and what it means to be a woman and really leaning into femininity in a very almost childlike way, but it's really dainty and beautiful. I love it. I think it's here to stay. Keeping your circle small. I'm at a point now where I feel like, you know, I've had many friends from different areas of life, but the best friends who I'm closest with are the most genuine. And sometimes it's good to just keep your circle small because you're less likely to be hurt by people who actually don't love and respect you enough and don't actually care that much. Keep your circle small, keep it tight, keep the good ones. Um, Chili oil on anything and everything. I love chili oil. I love me some spicy food. Shameless self-promotion. It's time for us to be really proud of our achievements. I don't care if you're going out in public and singing it from the rooftops. Will it annoy some people? Probably. But also, like, you should be able to celebrate your wins in life. Wags. I feel like wags are making a comeback. I feel like the AFL is booming with, like, really... Like, of course, gorgeous players and stuff, but their girlfriends are really coming back into the spotlight of being, like, it girls of the moment. And I don't just mean, like, AFL players. Formula One drivers, their girlfriends are it girls. Massive it girls. Taylor Swift is now a WAG. Like, I feel like WAGs, it's the season of the WAG. Magnesium. I've talking, I've talking, wow, I've spoken about taking magnesium tablets before bed, recently and how it has actually changed my life I could not recommend it more silly second dates because we've got a silly second date coming up soon and so that's hot for 2024 getting a pap smear eye test and skin check I have just had my eyes tested I am getting glasses I, I know I said in the middle of this year, I'm like, I'm 25 now. I need to get a pap smear. I still haven't because the concept of it, I do find really intimidating. Like most women do. I'm not alone in this, but I know I need to book in and just get it done because I need to practice what I preach and I need to get my skin checked because I'm a pale gal and I live in Australia and there's a hole in the ozone layer and I've got freckles. So it's important to get your skin checked and also slip, slop, slap and wear sunscreen every day that's also on my what's hot list girls night in i've had so many girls nights out this year which has been super fun however that we don't need to break the bank every time let's have a girls night in make it almost like a slumber party let's watch some cool movies let's order in a pizza or eat some sushi have a glass of wine do a face mask have a chat I think those are some of my favorite nights, just hanging out at home and being comfortable with my girls. We can still have like a night out every like now and again, but I feel like the most you open up to somebody and have the best conversations is when you're in the comfort of your own home. So let's keep that up. Rebuilding and rebranding, because I feel like Every new year, I try to think about how I can better myself, I can rebrand myself if I'm not happy with how I currently am, and just building myself up to become an even better person. Dystopian movies, because we just had The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes come out, which is the uh, pre-prologue of The Hunger Games. I actually haven't seen it yet. I am currently reading the book, though. I am going to see it soon. I'm so sad I still haven't seen it yet. I've been waiting to see it with my sister, Lou. But I feel like it's that era of movies coming back. And that was like a golden age of like trilogy movies and trilogy books. And they were all dystopian. It was like that and the Divergent series and the Maze Runner and so many other movies. And Harry Potter was finishing up at the same time that those movies were coming out. Oh, that was my prime Loved all the books. Oh, it was so good. I miss those days. Flirting like it's an Olympic sport. If I've learned anything from 2023, it's that like, I'm kind of good at flirting. And I feel like it's also just a form of networking in a bit more of a fun way. And keep it up. That's hot in 2024. We're going to keep up our flirting. We're going to improve. We're going to go for gold. Because why not? Daily Sunscreen said it before. Uh, the Virgin Mary being the first woman to lie about her body count. I only really thought about this concept recently and I'm like, you know what? Go off queen, go off. She paved the way for so many having a quarter life crisis. I think this year was my quarter life crisis. So anyone who has one next year, I am fully accepting and supporting them. Uh, the budget. Well, wow. That was not English. The bejeweled strut, the girly pops who get it, get it. Best believe I'm still bejeweled when I walk in the room. I can still make the whole place shimmer. I'm keeping that attitude next year. And I'm strutting around the streets as if that song is my motto. And you guys all know the strut. You know the strut. You know what I'm talking about. Birthday month. I'm a birthday girly. I love my birthday. I'm going to celebrate it every time my month comes up in June. Take note. My birthday month is June. Um, I will be celebrating for the entire month because I deserve it, and so do you. Being the naked neighbor, it's getting really hot here in Melbourne. I have decided I would prefer to be declothed a majority of the time in order to handle the heat. And I will have the blinds down, but I will be naked. And let's hope nobody sees anything. But that does still make me the naked neighbor. Trusting your intuition. um, Just do it. If you feel like something is not right for you, you're probably correct. Get out while you're ahead. Standing Priscilla Presley. I still haven't seen the movie Priscilla. I'm about to read Elvis and Me by Priscilla Presley. She's just an icon. And I feel like I'm so like, I'm really grateful that we're hearing her story of being a young woman and marrying somebody who became such an icon. And we're now really knowing what that was like for her, and it wasn't always a great time. But she is an incredible woman, and I love her. Spicy margaritas, you know me. At this point, you know me. I'm a spicy margarita girl. Work-life balance, because you need to have it. Life, again, is too short to be terrified about work every day of the week. You need to find Balance you need to take time away and take care of yourself. And the last one, my mum would appreciate this, is going to the library because I have spent so much money on books this year and I could just be borrowing them. Get a library membership, go out and borrow the books and save some money. That is my what's hot and not for 2024. I hope you guys enjoyed that. This is also the time of year. I really hope everyone is setting their ten- intentions for what they want for the new year. I've done my vision board. I did it on the 11th of the 11th because I am very superstitious. I've got 1111 11 literally tattooed on my body. It was my first ever tattoo. And it's also my mum's angel numbers. So get this, I was born at 1111 11 AM and my mum always makes a wish at 1111 11 AM. She always messages me, Eleven, eleven in the morning or in the evening, whenever she sees it, she will send me a message to say, make a wish. And it's just very fitting. I'm very superstitious. So I made my vision board on the 11th of the 11th. If you did not do this, that, then I recommend you do it next November, but it's fine if you make your vision board now. And I think you should write out what you want for the new year. Again, not everyone's into this. I kind of believe in the power of manifesting a bit because I think once you see it, and you put it out there into the universe, you actually just work harder at it, even if it's not manifesting. It's like, well, I've said this now, so I might as well pull through and actually succeed. So really visualize what you want. And also I think it is really good to have goals. And even if you don't achieve it all in one year, at least you've made the start towards it. And I just bought this really good journal that I had delivered today. And it's by a girl on Instagram called Organized by Charlie. And I've already filled out the entire first half of the journal about what I want my new year to look like. And it's so nice to just see it on paper and say, this is what I want. And I think we just have to own what we want and not be afraid to express that. I think I'm going to put up a poll on Instagram tomorrow about what you guys think is hot and not in the new year and what you would like to achieve and if you have any resolutions because I think it's really nice to also share those things and to encourage each other along the way and in the meantime you know like season two isn't over yet I'm just going to take a mini break to be able to celebrate the holiday season and also just restart my buttons for the new year. And then we're going to finish off season two mid next year, kind of similar to what we did this year. And I'm really looking forward to it because I feel like we have just achieved so much and I feel like it's only up from here. And once again, I'm just so grateful for you guys who are listening because I would not have been able to succeed without you And it's really a team effort at the end of the day. And I'm so grateful. Like I really cannot express enough how grateful I am. And so I'm really excited. And then you've got your final date. I know everyone is really excited. I've received so many messages about the final date with Timmy Tim. I know a lot of people are excited about it. I've got the questions prepared already. I'm an organized galley. So we've got that to look forward to. Oh my God, it's really raining down now. I think I'm going to have to stop recording. The weather is telling me to stop. So anyway, I love you guys. Thank you for listening again to another episode of Hot Mess Podcast and for helping me so much throughout this year. You've seen me through so many ups and downs. And again, you guys are the best. You guys make this podcast what it is. So thank you so much. I have so much love for all of you. I'm wishing you the happiest of holidays and a very safe new year. And I'll come back to you guys in 2024. How crazy. love you so much. Remember to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at hotmast underscore podcast. You know the drill. Happy new year. Woo.